don't give me the short one. Don't insult me. Oh, miss ya. <laughs> We're back. Just getting facials once in a while. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. 31% eat the tip. I can't wait to eat you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Download it now. It's free. It's video. I wonder what the line will be. I mean, I'm sure there is a line because both the teams are on a buy. Yeah, Bets can probably find a future He's line. Dead. Parker oh, Betts is dead. Passed yep. away. Oh my god! Yep. Oh my gosh! I just talked to him. No, well, <laughs> that didn't oh, help. Well. He will be honored <laughs> to know. Right? He will be honored that to know though help. that I won a thousand dollars off of his demise. How? I bet he. Hi. I, I, <laughs> bet, he would, I bet he would die before 2025. So did, oh. I don't even think he'd be offended. He'd be happy about it. Was it. the last bet I took before I yep. uh, quit. <laughs> I didn't think he'd oh. make it to, to 2025, and he didn't. Yeah. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, you guys do a hell of a job. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. Chuck said it doesn't necessarily mean it's fact. Good old Chuck. Good yeah, good Chuck. old Chuck. Smitty-oom. Mm-hmm. That, of course, was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, which is an absolute banger of a song. And uh, I know in my household, Smitty, uh, Survivor has become a very big word recently. Um, And I think it's the same for you when we're talking about Survivor football. That is absolutely true. I, I have learned over the years not to share fantasy information, but it's getting to the point in the year where... Uh, if you're still alive in a in a survivor pool, you're you starting to get pretty excited about that. So I've been letting my wife know I am watching this game because I really would like for Pittsburgh not to win or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I will and and I will say this too: if you're like early in the year, survivors. I mean, it's fun. This time of the year, it is the ultimate sweat. I mean, it is beyond anything that guillotine individual bets on games, fantasy leagues. I mean, all I cared about on Sunday was whether or not the Colts would freaking beat the Bucks, And uh, they made it closer than it needed to be. Let's just say that. But yes, you and I are both alive and we've been sharing information because you're in a different league than I am. So I am totally comfortable sharing uh, a little bit of information. But you're in a league with our good friend Al. And uh, my sources say you guys are down. There's just 16 of you left. There are. So I actually sat down and I made a spreadsheet last night. So, you know, usually early in the year, there's thousands of people or hundreds or whatever. And so hundreds? it's just kind of an individual hundreds. Um, we can ask Kevin Gorg about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's to the point where I'm looking at it and I, you know, 
I'm the only person who has not used Baltimore or Kansas City. So when do I, you know, play that card? Or uh, I, well, I was looking at our friend Al and he hasn't used Philadelphia yet, but most people have. So, you know, you start to anticipate. I was thinking of going with Pittsburgh this next week, but there's a lot of people who haven't chosen Pittsburgh. So maybe that's going to be the one that knocks them out. So it's it's a whole bunch of strategy that comes in this time of year. Yeah, for sure. It's it's the best. And um, I'm doing the DraftKings one, Draft one with um, Brian Johnson, for a lot of you know, from Fantasy Football Weekly. And uh, there, we're, we're down to 620 in the uh, the big boy one there. And uh, so it's still a lot of data to consume because they have reports where you can do the same thing. You can see exactly what everybody else has picked and uh, you can kind of get a sense for it. But uh, for now, uh, we're just focused on ourselves, trying to make it one more week in Survivor. So I think we I honestly think we should do a Patreon Survivor League next uh, next year. I think that would be a whole lot of fun. Um and speaking of Patreon, um, congrats, uh, Guillotine. It's it's the second best sweat going right now um, outside of Survivor. Um, so congratulations, our Patreon Guillotine League. We are down to four people. It's the final four. Um, it's uh, our good friend Steve, our voiceover guy, uh, Hussy, uh, Justin, and Lance. You are the four remaining. So congrats and good luck to the four of you. I got knocked out a couple weeks ago on the Mahomes bye week. Uh, Smitty, I know you got knocked out probably a week or so before that. Oh, I, I've been going so long. I forgot that I was in that one. <laughs> I've still got one guillotine. As I was in three this year, I was in one with Church's wife and uh, we didn't have like the full slate. So it's already over and she pays out the top three. I finished third. So I basically won like slightly more than my money back. So that was pretty much a break even. I lost in our Patreon one, but I'm still alive in the one that Sauce did. Uh, that he tweeted out. Um, and I've actually got about the best team right now. My problem is I don't have any money. So um, we'll we'll see how that goes. There's six of us left, but um, lots of fun. Congrats to our, to our Patreon uh, guillotine folks and, uh, and good luck the rest of the way. Um, you know, I, I was thinking that we should just turn this podcast into breaking down every single fantasy football roster that we have left, because I know how much <laughs> Al appreciates that when we do, but you know, uh, I, I've got a certain amount of time tonight, so uh, we'll we'll let you off the hook this week, Al. But maybe next week we'll have a bonus episode for uh, just for you breaking down our rosters. So, are you are you worried that we have too many listeners? What are you trying to do? <laughs> exactly. Ugh, no one cares about your roster. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge. All right, and the beautiful thing, we can do a live score update. Uh, Congratulations to the ladies. The Hero World Golf Challenge is underway, and uh, your leaders, after two rounds, live score update this. Round two is just getting over. Um, Marty and Carly are the, are the co-leaders in that. They're number one overall. Uh, Marty, of course, has Scheffler. Carly has Spieth. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're battling. Um, you know, most of the, uh, most of the leaders on the leaderboard are people that were selected, which isn't too surprising considering about half the field got selected because it's a very small field. But, um, yeah, so, uh, congrats to the ladies, uh, should be a fun weekend of watching to see how everything shakes out. And, uh, Smitty, nobody can seem to find the Zalatoris. Uh, Corey is buried at the bottom of the list. 
nope, you stole my joke. But yeah, he is nowhere <laughs> to be found near the top of that list. And I, our friend Matt put out if we wanted to bet on this one. And I don't know, I just haven't gotten into it. It's not golf season. It's not on my radar. I I, I don't know. And it's, I feel like it's a no-cut event, and it's not quite as fun to bet on these no-cut events. Yeah, I placed a few small bets on this one. Um, of course, I was an idiot and went with Hovland, and he's buried uh, towards the back. I went with Hovland, Scheffler, and Keegan Bradley. The only chance I have is Scheffler on those bets. So, yeah, I had to bet on it just because the power trip was. But, yeah, it's you're you're right. Like, uh, you know, the cuts are a lot more fun, um, you know, and it just it makes it more interesting. So we'll we'll get back at it for the Masters, I'm sure. All right. Well, um, another bet that got a little more interesting this week uh, was the Ethan Kaliak Manis bets. Uh, he, of course, um, announced this week that he is entering the transfer portal, so he will no longer be a Gopher quarterback. That significantly reduces the chances that he is ever going to win Big Ten Player of the Year because now to win it, uh, he would have to transfer to a school that is in the Big Ten and then actually perform like a Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. So Tommy's already slim chances of winning that bet just got even slimmer. Although, you know, there is a chance that maybe he go. you know, I don't think he was on an NFL trajectory with the Gophers. Maybe he goes somewhere, puts up some crazy numbers at some pass-happy offense, and actually gets a sixth or seventh round draft pick. Um, I think that has a much better chance than Big Ten Offensive uh, Player of the Year. Uh, Smitty, are you devastated to see our Gopher quarterback uh, leave the uh, leave the franchise? Well, maybe ask me after the bowl game when, whenever, what's his name uh, lights it up. We'll have to see how that goes. But that uh, that that Tommy bet was hilarious. I don't know if you're going to play the audio here, but he he goes from what what do he start with my 100 to your 10,000 or something like that, and (laughs) then he got talked down to they settle on 100 to 500 or something. But man, one to five, the guys are just waiting to to pounce on his offers. Absolutely, good suggestion. Let's play that audio here for everyone. The way Ethan played. He gives you a different yeah. element through the, through his with, with his feet. He can run, and he's got a freaking cannon. Can we make a bet on him? If anyone wants this grease, go uh, on. I'm go sure, on. yeah. Go uh, ahead. Bet. What's going on? I'm interested. Now, now, he, now they're paying attention. By the time he leaves the U, yes, that he will win Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. I'm in. Uh, I of will the bet year. you thousand dollars. Yeah, I'll bet you a thousand dollars as well. dollars. My a hundred to your ten thousand. How about that? <laughs> no, no, your thousand to my ten thousand. <laughs> go a thousand, ten thousand. Well, that's high. That's a lot. That's a little high. Let's go. How about? Because the national championship could hit at the same time. Tommy. So, my could. God. My, my 100 to your 500. Tommy. Sure. What'd you Booked. say? My 100 to your 500. Booked. Yeah, I'm in too. My 100 to your sure. 500. Sure. Yeah. Right, book it. Book it. Tommy. Uh, I'm with Tommy. Yeah. So, uh, Tommy was uh, super excited to place the bet. <laughs> Uh, didn't quite get the odds he was looking for, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, nonetheless, no matter what he, uh, I I'll be stunned if he collects on that. That would be, that would probably be the least, uh, the most unlikely bet win in the history of power trip betting. All right. Well, next up we've got, um, just a few little bets, um, to talk about, um, sauce has the Niners minus two and a half versus the Eagles and Ben, Everybody is bitching about how are the Eagles underdogs at home. Um, a lot of those people aren't 
people that understand NFL power rankings and how odds makers set lines. Yes, the Eagles are 10 and 1, but the Vikings were 13 and 4 last year. It didn't mean we were betting on them versus the Giants. Um, so <laughs> just, uh, just keep that in mind when you're placing your bets. But it's funny how many people are totally on the Eagles this weekend. Um, and then college football, huge weekend for college football. So exciting. We've got tonight, Washington versus Oregon. Uh, Lieber's got Washington versus, uh, Konzemius with Oregon. I just think that's way too many points to be given up. Uh, you gotta take Washington in the points. I mean, uh, Oregon might win the game, but my God, to give Washington like nine and a half points, uh, to me is ridiculous. Um, and then, um, for Saturday night should be lots of fun or very boring, depending upon uh, which Iowa team shows up. But Sauce took the over 34 and a half. So Sauce bet on an Iowa over after all Iowa does is hit the under, uh, versus Creasel, who took the under in the Michigan Iowa game. Um, I, I don't know where you would land on this one, Smitty, but basically the bookmaker, there are odds and, um, where you can basically bet straight up whether or not I was going to score in either half. And their team total is over under six points scored in the entire game. Uh, what are your thoughts on Michigan, Iowa um, and the over under that? Well, you know, you got to bet the under with Iowa and uh, you, you say it might be boring, but that's, that's your motto. Life is better with money on the line. It depends what you're gambling on it. Anytime Iowa has the ball, if you bet on them to either score or not score, score, you've got something at stake. So it could be a very exciting game. I, I'm curious, how many times are they going to cross the 50 yard line? Twice, maybe? Are they going to cross the 50 yard line? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. I think, I, in my opinion, Michigan can pretty much name their score on this one, but they don't really have an incentive to run it up because they're going to be, you know, the number one or number two seed in the, uh, in the playoff. That's really all that matters. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I would lean. I would, I think they could hit the over if they want to, but they don't have the incentive to. So I think they just shut them out and win it like 30 to nothing. So yeah, I would, I would. I'd be on the under in this one. So, and then next weekend, um, you know, for those of you that love to bet the army Navy over under as uh old power trip quotes, Dave and I um, always did. We would always bet the under in the army uh, Navy game. Uh, the early line on that is 28 for an over under, which would be the second lowest in the history of college football, only behind Iowa from a couple weeks ago when they set the record at 24 and a half. And I looked at 28. And when you think that we got down to 24 and a half this year, I'm like, God, that's kind of high. But um, yeah, still out of tradition. I'm going to have to bet the under on 28. We lost last year only because the stupid game went to overtime. So uh, feel good about that. So if you're interested in Army Navy, that's coming up as well. Um, and then the last bet, Parrish versus the field. Uh, they finally locked in. They agreed on $500 because they had been throwing around different numbers uh, for a while. Um, I I kind of pushed the envelope on that one a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about um, the episode I was at later in the podcast. But uh, yeah, they finally got it locked in. Uh, $500 Parish versus the field. Uh, Corey, of course, has the field. Sauce has the eight Parish teams. Always a lot of fun once the NHL playoffs roll around. Uh, somebody, I'm assuming you're a math guy, so you would always be on the field. I think that's probably the safe bet, but you know, a lot of the teams that he played on are pretty good. So he usually feels 50 50. And I, I love how Corey always kind of spins it as, you know, to, to make it look like he doesn't have as good of a chance. But yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. Uh, let's get to those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, for our quotes of the week this week, a little disclaimer on this one. I haven't gotten around to listening to the Friday episode from this week, so we'll see if there's any nuggets in there. Those would have to go on the next one. But we do have three great quotes for you this week. Coming in at number three, the guys were reading headlines, and someone mentioned eye syphilis. And, well, Zach Halverson had this to say. Uh, at least five cases of eye syphilis have been linked to a promiscuous man in Michigan Hawk. who's been sleeping around. Eye syphilis? Have you ever had that, Hawk? No, I've not had that. It's a great Apple product. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> See, that's funny, Zach. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, what I will say about Zach is, uh, the ratio of words spoken to gut laughs from me, Zach is far and away the leader of that. He does not necessarily the most gut laughs, but the highest percentage versus the words spoken for sure. Oh my gosh. That was a classic line. And I, I especially like when they say, you know, that was really funny. And there's this pregnant pause and he just says, Thanks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Zach is just the best. It, uh, always cracking me up. He is the best, but not this week. Coming in at number two, our friend Mike Grimm, as they were talking about the end of the season and the, the teams in the Big Ten, Grimm ranked his top four best teams in the Big Ten. That, here's my, here's my really hot take on the, the, the four best teams in the Big Ten are Michigan. Ohio State, Michigan's backups, and Ohio State's backups. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Uh, Totally, I fell for that one hook, line, and sinker because I was like, all right, you got Michigan and Ohio State. What else is he going to say? And then, yeah, the uh, second team of Michigan and the second team of Ohio State. Well done, Grimmer. Uh, Totally did not see that coming and a great line. And, you know, it's one of those things that you every year they talk about, you know, what if what if Kentucky from the NCAA played against, you know, some rotten NBA team or something like that? And, you know, it would be a blowout. But I I legitimately wonder if you put Michigan second team up against the Gophers, how would that game go? And I'm a little afraid to think about how that would go. Be a hell of a line to have to set. That's for sure. <laughs> And coming in at number one, and this quote was from uh, from the Mall of America show, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later on, too. But my radar is always up when I'm at those shows. And so as soon as I heard this line, I hopped on the iHeartRadio app and captured the audio for this line from Meat Sauce. Uh, we cannot promise that this show is going to be good, but I can promise it'll be better than Jack Harlow's halftime presentation. Oh, my God. Yesterday. Oh, my God. I didn't see it. I heard That's it the worst great. thing I've ever seen, and I saw myself naked this morning. I thought that was, really was the most male. <laughs> I always love a great sauce self-deprecation joke. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. And, you know, as as they were talking about it, I, as he said the first thing, that's the worst thing I've seen. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. I'm sure he's going to he's going to 
going to rip on himself. And sure enough, he did. <laughs> Always good for a laugh. And uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, there might be some quotes. Uh, you, you might have one about Sauce uh, being last in line for some things uh, uh, from today's episode. So we'll see. We'll see if that makes the cut in a, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Sounds good. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, yeah, we kind of alluded to um, it was kind of an interesting couple of weeks, Smitty, because uh, I attended a show and you attended a show and we saw each other. And those were three separate events. So <laughs> kind of you would kind of think they would all line up under one thing that we'd all be at the same show. And that's how we saw each other. But no, we we had a very nice dinner. I think uh, probably everybody got sick of the three of us talking about nothing but uh, survivor football for the entire dinner. But um, it was still uh, <laughs> still great to see you and uh, have dinner. But then, um, yeah, we we attended two separate shows um, over Thanksgiving. Uh, let's we'll start with you. You went to the MOA show. Um, had have you been to an MOA show before? Or was this the uh, the first one at the MOA you've been to? Um, boy, I'm trying to think. I, I went to one at the Viking Stadium. That Actually, I think that might have been where I first uh, met the great power trip bets was at that at that show. I'm pretty sure it was, um, yep. I've, I've gone to some of the, when they used to go to Fleet Farm for the, the toy donation thing. But I don't think I've been to the Mall of America show. So, yeah, this was my first one. All right. Well, your thoughts. Well, it was it was interesting, and I was wondering how this would work because it was uh, Black Friday, not this month. And um, <laughs> I was waiting outside, and I was actually going online to see when the doors open because the show started at seven, and it said that's when the doors open. So there was a big group of us waiting outside, and it was uh, it was pretty chilly. And um, it, yeah, not, obviously not everyone was there for the power trip, but. When you see someone wearing a Hawkwood shirt or I saw some familiar faces of people that I knew were going to be at the show, um, we're just kind of standing there waiting to just walk in and, and watch this radio show. But once we finally got in, I kind of made the rounds and I saw lots of people. I ran into Alan Lisa there. Uh, Davis attended his uh, first Mall of America show, too. I saw Corey nice. and Lawyer Lambert. And yeah, it was it was uh, super fun. Um, I, I kind of moved around for this one. Sometimes I'll, I'll plant my, plant my flag and just kind of sit and watch the show. But for this one, at most of the breaks, I'd move up to a different level and, you know, captured from this angle or that angle or just talk to people. Um, but, uh, but by the time it got to the end, I made my way to the, the front. I was kind of front row center. I don't know if you were paying close enough attention, but at one point, Corey mentioned something about a protest. And it was just this kind of random thing where all of a sudden it started raining these flyers from the like the third or fourth level. And we're all kind of looking around like what's going on. And then there's these huge banners and they were um, protesting just the whole the whole uh, conflict going on over in Israel and the Hamas and Palestine and that stuff. And we're, everyone's kind of looking around like, you know, should we be worried? Is something going to happen? But. You know, about half a segment later, security took care of it and it was all fine. But that, I think Corey just made one little mention of it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have never known there was going on at that time. Interesting. Uh, um, um, I don't think I've ever had leaflets dropped on propaganda leaflets dropped on me. And I didn't ever actually see what it was. And maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe they were leaflets for some sale at Best Buy or something like that. But it was <laughs> it was 
happening at the same time. So I guess I just assumed that that's what it was. But that imagine was, the that was irony if it if it was free Auntie Anne's pretzels and Corey missed out. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Watching people go up to the counter and hand Corey their receipts <laughs> for Auntie Anne's. <laughs> awesome. But then uh, I guess the big story was was the initials game, and so there was there was a lot of fun stuff going on there, and I, I had my nice front row seat for it, so it was great. Once they you know chose their people, it was kind of fun to watch because when Mitsos would get a question right, he would look over at his guy and he would point at him, and I I think you could even tell this if you were paying really close attention, he was pointing at his guy and his guy was like not reacting at all. He was total poker facing it. So Mitsos even said like, you know, I'm pointing over there. I'm not even sure where my guy is. And I, I think Mitsos knew who his guy was, but the guy just wasn't reacting at all huh. to what Mitsos was doing, which was kind of funny. Oh, oh, and here's one that I was thinking about when the, the jackpot, when the guy calls in for the jackpot, I think, I don't know if I should even say this, but I feel like Corey's got a little bit of a tell when you call in especially if the connection's not very good because the guy who called in, um, he said, C let's see, he said CD and it was CP, yep. but the connection was terrible. They couldn't really hear. And Corey said, when he, when he said it, he said, say that again. I didn't hear that. But then afterwards we found out he did hear it, but he thought it was maybe something else. But then compare that with the initials game today, which I, I was doing a little bit of research. I haven't actually listened to the game, but I listened to the lead in because today the the person called in and Corey couldn't quite hear, but he clarified and he said S is in Sam. He asked for this clarification, even though it didn't matter that, you know, it was HS versus BR. There was no way it was right. So I think there's a little bit of a tell there. Corey needs to clean it up. He's maybe giving away a little bit too much in how he asks for clarification what do you think of that no i completely agree and i i i I was thinking the same thing when he was making such a big deal um about getting the letters exactly right i'm like obviously this guy is really close and uh Corey's making sure he got it right so when he had the first letter right i'm like oh my gosh this could very well be it but then uh unfortunately it was just a letter that rhymed with p for the caller so yep yep that was that was interesting but the uh the big moment, of course, was when Marnie won. And, um, well, I think you've got audio of that. So maybe drop that in here and I'll talk about it. Sounds good. Here's Marnie winning the initials. Tiebreaker number two. This is for everything Marnie and Sauce. Idiot. Tiebreaker two <laughs> of CP. Here we go. Clue number one. Most commonly perform on Sunday Clue number two. Features black and blue. Um. Black. Marnie. Marnie for the win! Carolina Panthers! Carolina Panthers! What a comeback! Carolina Panthers! That was epic. She was the last pick and she's sending... Chad to Las Vegas, thanks to our friends at Mall of America. That was epic. Kick the chair. All right, and that sent a lucky listener to Vegas. 
Yeah. And there was, it was a really cool moment. And you could hear in the audio that she kicked the chair out behind her. And <laughs> there was a little girl in the front row that just loved her. And she was jumping up and down and she sent someone to Vegas. And it was really, a, it was a great finish to, uh, to a really good show at the Mall of America. Marty's awfully violent when she wins at live shows. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I've got, I've got video on my phone. Maybe I'll, I'll put it. I'll attach it as like a comment on, on the podcast post on Twitter, but you can see that she picks that chair and jumps up and grabs the mic. And it's uh it's quite a sight to see. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, sounds like uh sounds like a great show. Only two hours, not the three and a half, but still uh quality over quantity, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we've been to those three and a half hour shows a few times at, it was it was actually kind of nice two hours and you could get back to your family for thanksgiving and it was it was great it was a lot of fun awesome well yeah that's great and uh i uh i would have loved to have been there um just had a lot going on that day unfortunately um but i was lucky enough to get to go in uh on wednesday for for the wednesday show and see the guys of course chris wasn't there chris was in indiana so i didn't get to see him but that was really the only downer um it was it was um it was a fun show um Grimmer was in. I got a chance to uh, to meet Grimmer in person. He is a lot different than I thought he would be um, in person. I don't know. You just have images. Like, I knew physically what he looked like, just kind of his personality and his style. He's just very laid back, very quiet. He was very funny during the uh, Duel of the Decades when uh, he had no idea about <laughs> Beyonce or Taylor Swift's catalogs at all. Uh, that was uh, definitely not Grimmer's wheelhouse, but yeah, it was good to see him. Um, obviously good to see Parrish. Um, you guys probably saw on my Twitter. Um, I got uh, Parrish to sign the jersey, his Buffalo jersey for me. So I've been waiting a while to get that done. And, uh, it was, it was fun. Parrish was telling some stories about it. It was one of the funny ones was, uh, he was talking about when he got to Buffalo. Um, they, his, for his very first preseason game there, they had built, uh, or they had made a jersey for him and they misspelled his last name. P A R I S C H. Uh, <laughs> and the coach, the coach saw that and came around and said, you don't have to play tonight if you don't want to. And of course, Parrish being a, a veteran at that point, he was like, yeah, I'll take a preseason game off. So uh, he watched the first preseason game from the box because they misspelled the name on his Jersey. So that was kind of funny, but Mark Parrish, Mark Parrish. So um, I definitely think the highlight of the uh, the show for me, at least, was because uh, there's there's always things that you know can come across a little different. Obviously, you know uh, when you're when you're in person, some things come across a little bit better. Um, the 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 sauce and the thirty thousand pennies bit was hysterical uh, for me <laughs> in studio. I mean, I think I think it came across hilarious anyway on the radio. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll play that clip here and then I'll talk about it a little bit. Hey, Sauce. How much money is 30,000 pennies? 30,000 pennies? You ask. You ask me. <laughs> that is what I asked. All right. You 30, can 000, do this. 30,000 pennies. You can do this. Okay, well, let's break it down here. Let's break it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a stalling. A hundred pennies is a dollar. Nailed it. <laughs> right on you. Bingo. To a fantastic start. If 3,000 pennies, I would guess, is $30. 30,000 pennies would be three grand. 
<laughs> you, you were doing it right. So well. <laughs> I, Wait a minute. Wait look, a minute. Bet's is shaking his head. You thought he had it too, right? Yeah, he, he, was right he was right on like, for a second. You were 30, on the, he was right on for a 30, second. Over. Wait, 30,000 pennies is what you're asking? <laughs> that is, yet again, okay. what I have asked. Yes, we only have a half an hour to the end of the show. 100 pennies is a dollar. dollar. Okay. So far, yep. this is the right path. Keep going. <laughs> 3,000 pennies is $30. So 30,000 pennies would be nine grand. Well, <laughs> oh, my. That's unbelievable. That's got to be a bit. It's not, it's not that a bit. has got to be a bit. It's not a bit. <laughs> well, hold on. Paul it's meets not a us, Lambert. Come on. 10,000 10, pennies would be $1,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our, our our education system in this country is an absolute failure. He, to again, be fair, I didn't try. Anyway, let's move on. Hold on, no. though. Wait, help, help me here. No, you do it off the air while we talk about other things. You just jump in the second you have yeah. the answer, and don't no no don't go to a computer. I need a calculator. You can't no, that's not the do it on pen and paper. The second you have the right answer, jump in. Long division. Take your time. I feel like we're in fifth grade here. <laughs> I don't think he would have made it. Are you it that smarter far. than a fifth grader? Uh, could, no, a pill from, check this out. could a pill made from coffee grounds prevent Alzheimer's and Parkinson's diseases? Mm. A uh, new study says that coffee grounds treated in a certain way may be capable of protecting brain cells from that kind of a damage. Interesting. Oh. So they're saying uh, a pill oh. from coffee grounds. Grand. <laughs> It's getting worse. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. You're going to make me pee my pants off. Nope. My guess is almost all of our opinions would be completely determined by what the protest is. 100%. You're 100% right. If you're for what they're protesting, you'd be like, Stop hogging that horn, you beyond! <laughs> is it nine hundred dollars? No, no. Oh my God, where are these numbers coming from? How do you get the number nine? Why are you dividing nine? and multiplying by three? <laughs> so yeah, so when Corey asked him, you know, and he's and he's on the right track, and I'm like, oh, he's totally going to get this, and then um, obviously screws it up. And the part that was really funny to me is Sauce immediately goes over to the computer and starts typing in things. Um, as Corey alluded to. So that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a bit. Corey was looking at him and saying, like, no, don't, don't Google it or, you know, whatever. And Sauce is like, no, I need a calculator. And so he's over there. And the whole time this discussion was going on, he was, you know, kind of feverishly working over there. And so whether, it, whether, you know, you can, you can debate whether or not you think it was a complete bit that he didn't get the correct answer or whether uh, you think it was um, somewhat serious. Uh, at least for an audience of one, me being the one, because nobody else was really looking at him, he was definitely working on that side computer quite a bit. Um, and then every once in a while, he would just come back over and go, 7,500? <laughs> 12,000. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that, that had me absolutely rolling. I, uh, it was, uh, that was a very funny bit. Uh, did you, uh, as a math teacher, did you enjoy sauce trying to come up with the correct answer? I don't know if I'd use the word enjoy that almost gives me PTSD from some times I'm working with students and I'm just trying to figure out what is going on in their heads that they're coming up with this. And, you know, I, I have to, 
I have to show patience and try to connect those dots. And sometimes you're just like, I, I just don't understand where that's coming from. I, uh, I especially liked when I forget which one, which wrong answer. I think it was maybe when he said 9,000 and uh, Alexis was getting so frustrated. She sounded like a disappointed parent when she said, Paul meat sauce Lambert. I know. I know. She was, <laughs> she was either. Uh, yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell if she was just like genuinely thinking like he, he was in total bit mode or what, but uh, yeah, she, <laughs> either way, she wasn't pleased with sauce. No, that was, that was great. And I, I do think, well, you heard he he was so on track, but then he just zigged and and you know someone asked why why do you keep multiplying by three and I, <laughs> I know. you know of course he multiplied by three because there were three or thirty thousand but I th- just think he kept doing it and then well I I don't know I give up I give up uh, even the math teacher is giving up on sauce at this point so. <laughs> lots of fun uh very uh very fun to get the chance to see that myself um and one other thing that happened and um yeah I'm, i decided to turn this into um a, a little bit for the show mainly because i get to play a banger most of the bits that i come up with or little segments that i come up with for this show are just an excuse to play an awesome banger of a song as the intro but uh this happened while i was there and uh it's from our new segment called oops i did it again oh, Do you guys think Dean's in trouble? Because we love Dean Evison on this show. Dean's a badass soundbite. Yeah. I love his stare downs. He looks like he wants to kill everybody in the stands. Even. Yeah. Do you think his job's on the Not line? Right no. I don't real- think so. But what no. if the rest of the season goes this poorly, where it just never gets on track? Uh, well, those years can happen, too. There's, there's, and Billy Garrett's been around a long time. I don't think so. I, I think he's safe this year, uh, regardless. I mean, obviously, it'd have to get bad. If, if it does go bad all year long, if it just continues to get worse, oh, that's a whole different ballgame. Don't you think? I mean, uh, it, it is pro sports, after all. But at the yeah. same time, uh, with, with the way things are going, this lineup, uh, with the salary cap, where we're, yeah. what we're positioning, yeah. our personnel, everything like that. You can't hold Dean accountable right. for everything like mm-hmm. that. Oh, baby, baby. All right. So, yeah, that, that was just totally an excuse to play that banger of a song from Britney. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. Corey asked, is Dean Evison in trouble? Alexis and Parrish were emphatic. He is not in trouble. And five days later, Dean Evison is gone. And I think on the day of Mr. Hockey himself, hockey on hockey, he asked the question too, you know, is Everson in trouble? He's got to be in trouble. I don't, I don't remember anyone committing yes or no, but I think, uh, I think Chris maybe knows more than he lets on sometimes. Perhaps that's, uh, that's the case. Well, I mean, he's hockey on hockey. He's the uh, leading foremost expert on hockey um, throughout the upper Midwest. That is true. All right. Well, uh, good deal. Hopefully, hopefully we'll catch more people um, immediately being wrong with a take so that I can play that banger of a song. All right. All right. Well, let's get to quotes notes. Meth sharks will make you quotes notes. Coon dogs will make you quotes notes. Mark Hamill make you quotes. No, Sauce's beard will make ya quote. No. 
All right. Well, as always, just a couple of notes. Um, I gotta, I gotta feel like Chuck, you're uh, regretting for the, for the maybe second time in the last 15 years or something like that, that wolves <laughs> under the, the wolves are on fire. I've got wolves fever, man. I, I can't stop watching them. Yeah, it was funny because, uh, of course, Corey brought that up when, uh, when I was on for a couple of segments and, uh, <laughs> I was, and, and I'm honest with what I said. I'm like, you know, my number is 44 and a half. Uh, it looks like 90 something per, barring injury, which I do not want to see happen, obviously. Uh, barring injury, uh, it's going to go over. So if it's going to go over, it might as well go way the hell over because whether it's 45 or 75, I lose the bet either way. So yeah, go wolves. Um, I will say I'm still enough of a skeptic that the more people that get on the Wolves bandwagon, the more skeptical I am that they can make a deep run. But <laughs> hell, if they can hang an actual banner instead of one of my fake banners, I will I will be absolutely thrilled. So yes, good luck, go Wolves. But um I will I will just sit back with a little bit of healthy skepticism yet. Absolutely. And speaking of healthy skepticism, uh, a lot of the, a couple of the guys anyway are skeptical about the new Willy Wonka movie with Timothy Chalamet. And Mr. Z last week was, was talking about how the reviews are coming in pretty good. People are liking it. I know I, I actually like Timothy Chalamet mostly because my daughter really likes him and it's kind of fun to bond over something like that with her. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Are you optimistic, pessimistic or not care? I, I've seen a couple, I've seen the trailer a couple times in the theater for other movies I've taken Jack to. And I, I think it looks really good. Like I'm, I'm excited about it. I will definitely, I don't know if I'll go see it in the theater, but I will definitely give it a chance i might go see it in a theater just so i can see it before i hear a bunch of reviews because i always hate it when i hear a lot of negative reviews because it really dampens my want to go see it so um yeah i might just go see it early and uh, not have not have any outside influence on it because yeah I, I think it looks really good go see it go see it and my last quotes notes of the day my last note is the the new the new news story bit that they're doing with the jokes at the end and the lame the dad jokes and punchlines and i don't know how long it's going to last but i'm getting a kick out of it while it lasts i'm hoping that they bring in the wrinkle maybe if max reads a story and they writes a joke for someone else and makes it into uh you know pushing the lines of uh racial humor i, I don't know if the guys would ever go there but uh that might be kind of fun I think it'd be hilarious. That SNL bit when they do that is freaking. It's it's the funniest that SNL news is ever. Uh, when they do that bit, it is hilarious when they write them for each other. Um, so yeah, I, I I hope they do it. I'm enjoying the bit. It's again one of those things. Whether it's hilarious, actually hilarious, or whether it's epically bad, it makes me laugh either way. So uh, yeah, I love the new bit. Yep, it works either way. I love it. I love it when Meat Sauce gets so excited about his own joke that he stumbles over the words and has to read it again. <laughs> Absolutely. You have any notes for us? I do. I just have a couple. Um, Brian Oakspeak. Um, those of you that have been in studio before know that like the bathroom is outside of security. So to go to the bathroom, you can get to the bathroom, but then to get back into the studio, you have to have a key card. Um, and so Brian, um, during one of the breaks mentioned that he was going to go to the bathroom. Um, and I needed to go at that point too. Usually I just borrow sauce's uh, key card, but I was like, well, if I have a bathroom buddy, I'll just go with Brian and he can let me back in. 
Um, I learned that when Brian Oak says he needs to go to the bathroom, what that actually means is that Brian Oak is going to go down and bang a heater and then come back up in time for the next segment. So he's not <laughs> physically going to the bathroom. He's going to bang a heater. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's Brian Oak colloquialism um, for uh, for smoking. So. Um, good to know if you're ever around brian he says he needs to go to the bathroom uh he's probably not actually going to the bathroom <laughs> good to know good to know um the other thing a uh, couple more um the lasik ad that tommy reads holy cow this ad is <laughs> so annoying this has nothing to do with tommy i love tommy i love when tommy gets endorsements i hope tommy gets a whole bunch more endorsements whoever wrote the copy for that ad like it drives me crazy every time i hear it because it says this is the time of the year to enjoy or yes this is the time of the year to really enjoy the holidays and they're talking about getting lasik i'm like yeah like you're gonna freaking celebrate christmas in june i mean or may (laughs) the fact that they say this is the time of the year drives drives me absolutely bonkers it might be you know it's the holiday season so to enjoy it more maybe you should get lasik but uh just the way that's written i don't know which salesperson wrote that but uh, <laughs> uh drives me crazy every time i hear it i just want to hear how excited he is to go jump in the water and not have to worry about his contacts <laughs> i know I, I, lo- I love the enthusiasm he reads those ads with it's hilarious <laughs> so good i uh, hope he gets a few more endorsements and last one for me um, today, as a matter of fact, they were talking about this. Corey read a story that 32% of people believe that they could land an airplane. And he was highly skeptical of that. Um, I will say I am in that 32%. Absolutely. Um, that I believe I could land the plane. Um, this is one of those things I did Microsoft flight simulator a lot. And I've watched a lot of plane crash documentaries on different, uh, like the history channel and that. So between that, I feel like my knowledge is pretty good. Um, I w I will say that if there's ever an emergency and they're looking for, you know, like just a regular passenger, I will defer to anyone with an actual pilot's license. I won't, you know, I won't just rush up to the cockpit. I will, you know, stand up and look around, you know, anybody with a pilot's license, if nobody else has a pilot's license, I absolutely will give it a shot because uh, I, I feel like I feel like I could do it. Or at least if I crash the plane, I would know why I crashed the plane because I've watched <laughs> enough of those documentaries. Uh, I'll go head to head on anybody with plane crash trivia. Oh, I will defer to you on that one. I, I don't know if I would trust myself. I think if uh, if, you know, we, we need someone to land the plane, if I've got maybe five minutes to you know check out the instruments and see you know which which buttons are important maybe i could teach myself but yeah i don't know i'll I'll defer to you on that one (laughs) well like i said at least i'll know why i crashed if i do crash. (laughs) all right well that will do it for this week's episode hopefully we didn't crash this episode on you and you made it all the way to the end um smitty uh where can they find you at in the meantime as always, if you're looking for bad photoshopping and power trip wit, then follow at Oom Smitty on Twitter. Otherwise, if you're just looking for power trip quotes, that's at power trip quotes also on Twitter. All right. I'm, of course, at power trip bets and PT bets on Instagram. I'm thinking of doing 30 second bets on Instagram and giving like my little betting advice, whether it's good or bad. So I don't know. Watch out for that. Maybe follow that if, uh, if that interests you. Uh, I don't know. That sounds more like TikTok content there. That does, but I don't I don't do TikTok, so we'll have to see. That's a dilemma. 
We'll see. I'll try and figure it out. Maybe you can be my social media consultant. So Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.